This is Daniel Vale. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna finish today in wrestling history, May 10th. Um. The first ever Saturday night main event was taped on this day in 1987, I believe. And this was different at the time because <clears throat> at the time, we were used, fans were used to seeing announcement telling questions. But Saturday night's main event had people who were equal with each other going at it, and sometimes, sometimes they had like two or three false matches, which was actually how Tolly Blanchard and Arn Anderson won tag team titles, which was by them coming in, managed by the division on Saturday night's main event, and two out of three fall matches. They also had still cage match sometimes, and this cage match was not series the event, which was a one hour night version of the series, airing during prime time out. They only had five episodes of the main event, which was not which was, but in February 1988, this featured Hulk. Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant rematch from WrestleMania 3, which is what they're going to be showing this Tuesday on FS1. So that was big time at the time. Just that show in that main event was big, but the entire um, pay-per-view was big. I remember watching it when Blood was open, they released it on TV. And I watched it after running it from Bloodbuster. Um, the next thing they say is I remember hearing this in 2008, and they decided to bring back Saturday Night Scene events about, say, 2005-2006, so it was not as much of a uh, difference as I thought. So it was just, it was in 2006 when it came back, so 14 years, so... They said how um, they last played NBC moving to Fox in '92. Then it was discontinued after. So yeah, 2006 was when it rebooted the series. But because of the original series, first of star matches had become place by this time, and the series continued again. With the last airing in 2008. Early up to the series featured animation, opening theme with. Take me off your clothes me, and a fun me, used by useful bumps. The debut episode, airs the day later, also featured the world to the but good only good enough. This will happens, Piper, sorry, um, I'm sure you could one more person, deleted scene, actually a cameo appearance on the Goonies, that explains a lot. Andy Salvatore Bellamo defeated Rod, Les Thorne Greg McGraw, Big Johnson defeated Taria, 
Jose Luis Rivera defeated Charlie Fulton, and Moondog Slot defeated Stephen Hart. Stephen Hardy, I believe, was the Brooklyn Brawler. Um, Tony Garea is a Canadian who was tag team partner with Rick Martel in the 1970s, I believe. Tony Ross, his biggest name to fame, which is a big, still a big deal, is being the trainer slash mentor of Diva. So he's one of the best um, wrestlers out there. Now, there's some people that just by who they trained, you can tell were a good, um, not just a good hand, like people like to use, but despite all the champions he may not have won, for him to teach that well is to somebody who came from the like Dudley, then you know he has one of the best as far as actually doing the wrestling part. Along with being the best trainers, he's probably one of the best wrestlers, or was one of the best wrestlers when he was wrestling. Those are matches. In any event, itself, Ricky Steamboat, Barry Wyndham, and Mike Rotunda defeated Nikolai Volkov, the Iron Sheik, and George the Animal Steel. Hogan defeated Bob Orton Jr. by a disqualification heavyweight title. Andy Richter defeated Fabulous Mill Keeper in the championship. The Junkyard Dog defeated Pete Doherty. I think we're this because this will to me after knowing that they used to do this when I was a teenager. It's still fucking soon. Um, Deborah McMichaels, or just Deborah, as she's called on the WWF, was awarded the Women's Championship from the Fashion Show. Sable sets out as a Sable against Deborah in a cold bath and her face. Um, this was so terrible, I can't even happen. But. Playboy making it to watch this. Confusing. It was like, like, not only is this, uh, enough, what they did before that, you had John Sherry, you had a director, even though, which is so no, had a Ross Bonner for young. So, but I'm like that, and then a 400 plays, which is the best. You go from that to, to this type of match, just completely tears apart everything that the other women built. So, um, that's why. What I'm doing now is such a so much bigger. Despite we get credit for it, what they do today is much bigger against each other than what happened in this era because they don't have to resort to this type of uh, degradation. Degradation, excuse me. In real life, however, they did that because Rena Mero came out and popular behind the scenes, but in her defense, she was. Um, rest by them. So she had every reason to leave the company, and she subsequently sued the company for sexual harassment and sexual 
even though it's still for Nascar, still added to leave. Now, if you want your rain, how the women go, only two cops, one from Salon, had said that because it's because single landshotter home instead of bringing her with her on the road and instead of um to be honest there's so many different things many different ways of looking at this is, is that she put herself before or she put herself and her husband and child then she put herself so she felt like so she had no respect for Sable. However, however, in order for me to know for certain, we need to be certain about how, how she really was a to have to have more than one comment, and fortunately, unfortunately, only have comments from those two, and I can't say I don't take much of what he says because of the fact that he had harassed her. So to even to even be quiet about her because her husband is really really makes me think that anything he had to say he's all crap. Just to be honest about it. But um, you have there's the way I look at things is. Not the way you carry yourself. If I hear something like I heard before that how you handle yours like a somebody, obviously immature and unnecessary, then I would not ask somebody like that how they feel somebody. They they pray, but that's just me. I know what anybody else had to say, but so for this. So far, the two comments. Tariano's the only comment I would hear because she didn't have respect for it. She didn't have a, a personal problem with it. So that's why I would um, let's note that comment. So, the rest of the court is followed. Billigan and Kane fought no contest. They show and Paul Bear up to no contest. We already know about the championship. Um, I don't know. We don't know and I don't really want to say it. Okay, people want an evening gown, which is never defeated, so it's not really single she defeated somebody in an evening match to win the winner championship. Big Button defeated Test Knights, they got a pole match. Jack Jack defeated Vista and Midian, handicap hardcore match. Bradshaw and the Root, the contest. Patterson and Gerald Bro defeated the Main Street Busty in a loser WWF match. Huh, that's the first time ever they did that. I thought they did that. But I Good to read this out so you can see what she did before. Jeff Jarrett defeated Valvinas, Ken Shamrock, and Diana Flotokas. The Boston Rocket Incident defeated the corporate industry. That would undertake her to play Jay McMahon. John Michael, the special guest referee. Um, <clears throat> in 
On this date in 2001 was whenever the announcement of the SFL was made. Also, received a WWE SmackDown taping in Pennsylvania. He would not be signed, but his opponent, CM Punk, be same taper, taping, future Ring of Honor star and WWE creative member Jimmy Jacobs defeated Eddie Guerrero by his qualification. Also, it was not so, or even 12 years ago, on today's date, um, I don't really know the date. I don't really know the year of this happened, so I can't say. So, it's 12 years ago. Um, 11 years ago means it's 23 years ago today, and 22 years ago, that, um, PW Insider reported that Decent Booker T had that occurred during an article for SummerSlam in 2006. So, 14 years ago, this happened, and... And 15 years ago, I may, um, okay, so, 2017, I'm sorry, forget how many years ago it happened, it just happened. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Sabian defeated Taylor the CCS best tournament. I don't know if that's kept Sabian or Sabian by itself. But also, you had Bufisto, Josh Prohibition, Alex Black, um, Pinky Sanchez, Viral, BKNY, Chris Maxwell, Drake Younger, TJ Cannon, Ricochet, and Stupid after Sabian Tournament. Taylor defeated him to win the CW Junior Heavyweight Championship. The Ring of Honor and Yuchan co-presented the Wars of Ben, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. In a dark match, Darius Thomas defeated Mystic Dutch. Michael Bennett defeated ACH. Mike Elgin defeated the Kaki, the Kaki, Wadonabe, or just Wadonabe. I, I don't even know how to pronounce his name right. J.M. Marisco, the Decade, which is Decade. B.A. Whitmer, Anthony Jacobs, and Red Dragon, official Fisher in a three-way ticket match. Cedric Alexander defeated Roderick Strong. The Young Bucks defeated Forever Hooligans. Man, those guys are, are known individually as Alex Kozlov and Aaron And the Time Slitters, um, they recently, as of two or three months ago, reunited in NXT, and that's Alex Shelley and Kushida. They defeated both these teams in a three-way tag team match to keep the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Hiroshi Tanahashi and Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Chaos, who's known as Jado and Shinsuke Nakamura. Jay Lethal defeated Matt Taven, Silas Young, and Tommaso Ciampa in a four-corners survival match to keep the Ring of Honor World TV Championship. Bullet Club members Styles, AJ Styles and Carl Anderson defeated Chaos members Gato and Kazuchika Okada 
and Adam Cole defeated Kevin Steen to keep the Ring of Gold Championship. In a one night only victory road pay-per-view on, on TNA, for TNA, Austin Aries defeated Kenny King, Graham defeated Davy Richards, James Storm and Kazarian defeated the Menagerie members, Nugs and Free, whose real name is Rob Terry. Lashley defeated Samoa Joe. Biz defeated Mr. Anderson. The Bromance defeated Bully Ray and Roger Spud. Just, uh, Bromance were Jesse Otters and Robbie E. Robbie is now Robert. I forgot what his. I forgot the name of the guy who represents Chelsea Green and NXT. But Rockstar Spud is Jake Merrick and NXT. Slash, um, 205 Live. That's for people that didn't follow TNA. Gunner, who is now Jackson Riker, defeated Magnus. EC3 defeated Sonata. Samuel Shaw defeated Crazy Steve. Eddie Edwards defeated DJZ and T Great No in a three way match. Gunner defeated Abyss, Aries, Lashley, Brown, Eddie Edwards, EC3, James Storm, Jesse Gutters, Kazarian, Robbie E, and Samuel Shaw in an an over top rope battle royal. During a few DNA World Heavyweight Championship match. Okay, now I'm going to get to Uncensored 97's main event. As I recall, Scott Hall. on the Giant started out the match. Then second round, Jeff Jarrett, I believe, came out for Team Piper. Now came out for Team uh, NWO and the member for Team WCW was Scott Simon. Then, um, And because of uh, Rick Steiner being taken out of the building earlier, they needed an extra member for this round, so they let an extra NWO member come out. And then in the third round, you had Piper come out, you had um, Jim Michael come out, and you had Savage come out, I believe. Then you had um, that's just about it. So and Luke came out for Team WCW, of course. So these are the eliminations. When the Giant was running towards Scott Hall to possibly give him some type of splash, 
at home ran out the way, so he held onto the ropes and somehow he fell over and he eliminated himself. Then Jeff Jarrett was eliminated by Kevin Nash when Kevin Nash hit clotheslined him over the top rope. Then God Hall gave Jeff gave Stephen Michael a back body drop over the top rope to eliminate him. Then Scott Steiner was draped over the top rope and Kevin Nash kicked him to eliminate him over the top rope. Then Hogan gave Piper Irish whip, then Irish whip. Then a Shrodman pulled the rope down and he went over. So he was eliminated by Hogan because of that technicality. Chris Benoit was eliminated next. Over the top rope by the outsiders, Hall and Nash. So, Piper's team is completely eliminated. The Giant and Scott Steiner were eliminated, so that man, Luger, was that all alone. So, he made Randy Savage submit the torture rack. He threw Kevin Nash over the top rope, or he clotheslined him over the top rope. Then he made Todd Hall submit to the torture rack. And when he went for the torch rack on Hogan, Hogan hit him with the spray cap and pinned him for the win. The best part of this was Stain came from the rafters in a harness. And up until this point, he would be an infiltrator for WCW and this whole time, we thought maybe he was joining the NWO. So he came down in a carrying a bat with a harness, let go of the harness, and you can tell he was there to do some action. So he hit uh, Savage with the bat. I think he hit Nash with the bat, and that all was the first person hit with the bat. Hit all three with his maneuver. Then. He hit Hogan with, a, with his finisher, hit all three members, plus Hogan with Scorpion Death Drop. They didn't, they didn't have enough time to show this, so they went to, after clearing the ring, they went to the end credits. But while the end credits were rolling, they actually walked up to Sting and hugged them. They realized what side he was on. Okay, good. And I'm finished with this, with this topic right here. So I'm going to stop right here and do a new episode later on in the week. Thank you and good. Hello, this is Daniel Vaughn. I've been podcasting for almost two years, and I just about a month ago found out how to submit, um, uh, manually submit my feed to Apple Podcasts. Well, anybody's getting into podcasting and wants Apple Podcasts, their show on Apple Podcasts, come here and use Anchor Podcast. Hello, this is Daniel Vaughn with 
Many layouts use a releasing counting. Welcome to part 4 of Uncensored 97, where I talk about the main event of Uncensored 97, which had Team WCW versus Team Piper versus Team NWO, where if Piper's team won, he had gotten a heavyweight title shot against Hogan, and Halloween Havoc inside was still Cage. If WCW won, then all the titles were handed back to them, and NWO was banned for three years. And this is the most important part, if WCW lost NWO, would have the right to challenge any title, any champion, at any event, any time of the year. <clears throat> now, because they had the heavyweight title, the other titles weren't as important, so that's why that didn't really come in, that's why they didn't ruin events like Starcade, because the main event would already have Hogan in. As I think about the events that unfolded later on in that year, I'd say that not just this year, but 1998 also. I'd say that this was a pretty good this was a pretty good uh, pay per view to set the uh, get us excited for the future of the NWO and WCW. So looking back at this, this was big time not only for WCW but for WCW fans as well. People who wanted wrestling only and not, and just did not want to see things like um, the Attitude Era. I realized that there were a lot of teenagers that loved the Attitude Era, but teenagers that knew that the Attitude Era was terrible, they also loved WCW. So I think it was big for teenage fans who love the more traditional style of wrestling. Because the NWO was edgy, but not in a way that could offend you. So that's why I prefer that over the Attitude Era. Okay, so here are the results to start off with. Actually... I'm going to start a new segment where I talk about other shows first. Old shows. Okay, so, got to look at the Today in Wrestling, 3.51 a.m. on May 10th. So, I'm going to look up May 10th events on Wrestling. Type it. Let's see if there's anything. Hmm. Now this is interesting. 
Um, this may have been one of the first times they started creating a state. Maybe the first time. Like, this is pretty First, first. Ronnie retired from wrestling after defeating Nick Buckwinkle. Keep the AWA title. title at this. Yes. And the AWA president, Stanley Blackburn, awarded the title to Nick Buckwinkle. Right back to Nick Buckwinkle. A lot of people wanted to talk about the reign that CM had as WWE champion back in I actually don't remember the year, but when he decided that he wanted to leave the WWE um, instead of signing his contract, so he left with the title, wanted to make a big about his reign into in his reign, how long he kept it, and. I feel like that takes away from all the combined range of everybody else who kept it well did before him. And the fact that a lot of that he, the fact that he at least once or twice legally lost it because of, because of obscured um, WWE rules, the way they write things, that's why he kept title. I know I I know that in the, I know that because I didn't know before the WWE career, I tend to say um as they call CM Junkie that that will say to everybody that that is not the way it sounds. I don't person is junk I mean way I meant that it was it was him voice in real life frustration, I was talking about the person, talking about the character. I would never call somebody but because that but because that rhymes with punk, that's why I use that word. Even though I would say that, I don't mean anything against the person. He did a great job with the title as far as the crowd. I just think I just think his title I mean, goes over. I just think it got it got overshadowed by all his shoot promos that he got against the match. And that's why his style reign, to me, was not as big as it should have. Or at least, it was big when it started, but when he started saying all these, cutting these promos that I don't think, as big as they were, a lot in the first promo he cut, he said that having I made a match a year before Adversmania, excuse me, a year before it happens. Got him sick to sick, and I thought that's actually that's something he earned. And what I mean by that is, in the old days, the best way to get a match is how many people you draw. And even though in those days you didn't have part time wrestlers or movie stars or wrestlers that became movie stars, they still. <clears throat> would get, if you do that many people, you're guaranteed to have an angle with the chat with somebody of that magnitude. 
So that's why I don't see it as a big and it's because of things like that I felt overshadowed his title win against Cena. I can't remember, I don't think if he was champion, yeah he was Bruno. When he cut that promo or pipe bomb as he called it against Cena, he was champion. But he didn't have the title with him, so that's one of the reasons why I can overshadow his Anyway, I just mentioned that because it came on my uh, trying to remember this. Oh, yeah. Another comment today in history was never <clears throat> Eddie Gilbert saying major, including a broken hair. And I believe that's probably why he, tur he turned to manager. And this is a, this happened in a accident leveling <clears throat> to a team for the then WF in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Then he was then although he left the company, credited no, before he left the company, credited his return to the ring to then WF champion Bob Backlund. Then he left the WF from its Then thirty two years ago on stage. WWF tapes for Saturday night from the Nassau Coliseum in Uniondale, New York. Let me see how long I've been taping this. So I'm going to do this two separate videos. Continue to look through what we've got drafted here. 